Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello once again and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sundays, the unexplainable guide to absolutely nothing. This week is episode 107. 107? Yes, absolutely. And we are talking about Atlantis. Are we really? And maybe some other lost cities as well. Okay. Yeah, so stick around if you want to hear more. Hello uh, there, Dad, who is my father, and my name is Connor, and I am your son. Okay, hello there, Connor, who is my son, and I am the father. My name is David. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Uh, how are you? Yes, I'm fine, thank you. I'm a lot. I'm a lot less tired than last week. You seem a little bit more buoyant. Even the introduction yeah, very seems very floaty. Yes, you, <laughs> you do seem a little bit more sort of with it. I must admit. Yeah. So, hopefully, last you're, week I was very tired. You were, yeah. And and last week, because the reason we recorded last week, didn't we? And we recorded between, so I was doing a split shift at work. So I'd worked in the morning, and I was the in between bit, and I was yeah. working in the evening as well. The thing I was doing in the evening ended up being cancelled, so I actually finished an hour earlier than I should have done. Right, and did that cheer you up at all? Um, somewhat, but I was a bit frustrated. Okay. Well, I bet you had a really relaxing weekend, though, didn't you? No, no. No, it wasn't very relaxing. Did you not book in some time to just do nothing like you keep saying you're going to do? I, I tried to on Sunday. You did? So, do you want to hear something spooky? Go on. So, on, on Friday night, yeah. Right. Um, when I was I was laying in bed trying okay. to go to sleep after right. my stressful day. Yeah. And I was laying there. Yeah. Bang! Um, Picture frame fell down from the wall. Actually made you. me jump then. Yeah, that I went no, bang. Yeah. Yeah, well, the picture that was on the wall was a picture of you, wasn't it? Oh, weird! It was, it was the it was the drawing for of you for Father and Sundays. About what time was that? Um, bang! <laughs> to make you jump again? No, don't do that. People might be driving <laughs> when you. Oh yeah, <laughs> we've had trouble about that oh, before. <laughs> yeah, go on. So, um, about what time was it? Um, probably about because I, I did eleven-ish. Fall over. Um. In the evening at one point. No, you I were asleep because I, I went in and looked at you. Yeah, but I must have fallen over and fell into bed <laughs> because that was exactly <laughs> the same time as my picture flew off the wall. Yeah. And well, you actually, don't believe in ghosts, do you? No. Well, you're not a ghost. I bet you do now, though. You're Poltergeist. not a ghost. 
Like, what are you talking about? No, I'm not. But, no, but you're saying you're the one that ended up meeting someone's that off. something. Some entity is obviously moving things in your room. Uh, it couldn't have been me because I was asleep. You reckon? So it's got to be something else, some other force. I reckon what it was is the command strips that was holding it up just gradually became looser. Oh, that's what all people who don't believe in ghosts say. It's but always it's to command, command strips. strips, isn't it? You're one of the command strip brigade, are you? All right. You got to open up a little bit more, I think. So that frightened you, did it? It made me jump. It yeah. frightened me. And you thought that you passed that jump on to me, then, did you? Yeah. Okay. Was there any damage, by the way, to my Jumper. picture? Uh, no. No. Why would it matter though? Well, because it's my picture. Well, it's not your picture though. It's like it? a Dorian Do Gray thing. If like, if that picture. Do you own is, it? Huh? Do you own it? No. But if that picture is damaged, then I get slightly better looking. Whereas if I am damaged, then that picture will get slightly better looking. I thought the picture's looking pretty good. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> so, what else did you do at the weekend? Anything exciting? Barbecue. Barbecue, yeah. Mm. Another one. Not or not. You You're do. joking. You've had not three on another You've had three on a trot, haven't you? Four-ish. Talking to trots, so I have oh, a no, bad sorry, stomach free, the Free-ish. Free-ish. <laughs> free uh, but we'll be four-ish. Yeah? Because um, next ah, weekend so we've right. got a barbecue. So, yeah, I mean, l- l- this weekend just gone. Can't say it was a fantastically busy weekend for me. I did do a few bits and bobs. but Would you not, like me to ask? How was your <coughs> weekend, Dad? I can't say I did a great deal and it was very busy, but I did a few bits and bobs. Um, anyway... What I did do is start to plan for this week and next weekend, because next weekend we've got another busy weekend because it's baby David's first birthday. Before that, it's not so baby Mary's birthday. I'm also going to say how old she is, which is your mum and my wife, which is on Wednesday. So there's lots going on all the time, isn't there? And we'll be travelling up at the end of the week to where your sister my daughter lives yeah in order to go to this party and the, the thing is yeah with <clears throat> with the whole happenings going on yes the next weekend because we're both going to be traveling there yeah which means that we're not going to be present to be able to record an episode and i'm actually away for a week so we're actually it? recording this episode yeah and you're away for a week as well and yeah. so we're recording this episode a little bit early um to for that really Means that, and um, we'll, we'll go about saying it now. It means that this we were releasing this episode that weekend. But it does mean the weekend after may be at risk of not necessarily having an yeah, episode. Yeah, we may we may not have an episode. But I will. I constantly work. My mind is constantly. We've at work got an idea of something that we might be able to. Yeah, but we should be able to get we'll, together. We'll see how we go. But we won't say what's going to happen the following week because we don't know if anything's going to happen the following week. But if not, it'll just be the week after that. Yeah. Is that a guarantee? Yeah. That's and what's good is normally when we've taken breaks, it's been forced. So we've not been able to say anything. Yeah. We have been unaware until such time as we said, you ain't going to be able to do this, are you? And then that was it. Right. So but is I'm that able to do this one. Good, 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 good. So are you ready? Did you cancel out that good with too many goods? And uh, No. Are you ready? I... Uh, yeah. Are you ready for me to take you on a journey? No. 
A journey I'm into busy. the unknown. I can't go anywhere tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, it can even in your mind. In your mind, can you go on a journey? In your mind. No, I've I've got too much to do. Myths and legends. <laughs> no, just me then. Just you. What are you going to do oh, then I'll while I'm doing it? When time. I'm on this journey. <laughs> can sit here can you at least you? make some sandwiches? <laughs> what? Sit here and watch you. Okay. Go on a journey. Right. Atlantis. Do you want to close my eyes? <clears throat> you can always close your eyes if you like. Um, no, you can't always close your eyes. No, when I'm driving. No, no, no. But while we're doing this, you're so, allowed to blink though. I learned that. Yes, it's best to. I've just been driving along with my eyes wide open the entire time. That's not a good idea. No. Atlantis. Very blurry. Right now, just briefly, what what do you think that we, means? Uh, what does Atlantis to mean to you? Questions. Um, what does Atlantis mean to me? Yeah, just very, very briefly. Uh, uh, wet. Wet world with cities lost, uh, blog flume. All right, so you're talking about a ride in in uh, in Florida, but basically it's about this lost kingdom, right? So, do you know where the origins of lost kingdom or lost city? So, lost well, it's the same sort of thing. No, is there a king? There's a fly, we don't know. There's a fly on my... That's our point. Did you hear that? You heard that on the microphone then. That came through. A bit like that police car the other day that you thought you didn't hear. Right, anyway. um, So, I went back. We may have to break here because (laughs) there's a fly trying to get in on the podcast, which is going to be really, (laughs) really annoying. Do we do an interview? No, no, we're not doing an interview with a fly. No, we had that with a knock. He's he's gonna come over. No, no, I've got to talk to you about Atlantis. (laughs) If you're gonna do anything useful, get rid of that fly. (laughs) So where did it start? You're gonna gonna have to leave. Right. You ready now? (laughs) The fly's gone. (laughs) I'm just going to read out some bits and pieces. Very angry you are. Well, honestly. I wish you'd get on with it. Right. Plato, the bearded Greek philosopher, was born in Athens in around 424 BC. He's the inventor of plates. That's before crisps. (laughs) He was a great (laughs) academic (laughs) and founded the Academy. Which I believe it was a singing and musical arts. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Where he taught the philosopher, the, the philosopher, philosopher stone, the philosophical, philosophical, <laughs> the philosopher, the ph- philosophy <laughs> doctrines that would later become known as <laughs> Plat- Platonism. Philosophy doctrines. <clears throat> yes, they're, they're words that shouldn't be together. Philosophical. Yes. <laughs> So basically, he had a philosophy and he taught it at the academy and it has now become known as Platoism. Plato wasn't his real name, right? A little bit of background on him because we're going to mention him. But a nickname given to him by his wrestling coach. (laughs) (laughs) We've all been there. What was your nickname? What did your wrestling coach call you? Um, Big Nips. Did it? Big nips. Strangely quiet, mine was. <laughs> and his real name <laughs> and his real name is believed to be uh Aristocles. Oh. Aristocles. Not Aristotle, but Aristocles. Oh, Whilst going through one of his particularly bushy beard periods, Plato writes Timaeus and Critias 
where he first mentions Atlantis, but only briefly. He describes it as a naval empire that ruled all western parts of the known world. After it failed in an attempt to defeat ancient Athens, it falls out of favour with the gods and submerges into the Atlantic Ocean. Right, now this, from all accounts, is a works by Plato that was talking about democracies and uh, dictators and such like and about um, civilization and and it was all to do with that so it was probably they speculate but probably him just giving an example of something that could happen and the fact that uh, you know at the time the Greeks god-fearing that part of it comes in where because they try to defeat Athens, the gods were unhappy with them and subsequently an act of God happened and Atlantis was submerged into the Atlantic Ocean. But that's pretty much it. Yeah. Right. Now, if you think of how, if you say to most people, you know, about a lost city or, or something like that, they would say Atlantis. It's used in, in, in conversations about that sort of thing all the and time. Casinos. Quite, yeah, and we'll come yeah. to that. But basically, people will say it's this version of Atlantis. Now, no one's ever discovered Atlantis. No one knows exactly where it is. It was no one knows he- if it even existed. If it even existed. And it also is seen as something more mythical. Like, was it a city that was uh, inhabited by normal people? that was submerged into water, or was it a city in the water inhabited by people who are able to live within the water? So <clears throat> my uh, my take on this, yeah, yeah, is people, Brothers Grimm, we've spoken about Brothers Grimm and fairy tales before, yeah. people come up with fairy tales that are to scare children into behaving themselves, essentially. Yeah. A lot of the time. Like, don't... Uh, Eat apples from strange witches and don't run with scissors. Don't and don't. What was that one? Don't flush a toilet when you're sitting on it. No. Oh, are you talking about purely Brothers Grimm? I'm talking about fairy tales. Oh, uh, I sorry, no, like, that, don't those lie because your nose would grow longer. What my mum told me. And and then don't touch little pricks. No, that was one of them as well. Right, that's Sleeping Beauty. That one. Okay, but I wonder. I'm not done. Okay, and so I, I didn't say you were done. No, but you seem to. Go back to your paper as if you're about to read something. Do, I was do just a monologue, looking about, but I've got something no, to I'm say. No, I'm not going to do a monologue. I'm just looking to see, like, you're talking about some of the things I've written down here. So, obviously, I don't have to say them again. Oh, okay. Well. Continue. What I was going to say was, is uh, maybe it was put together as a brief, a brief scare tactic. Behave yourselves or you might end up like Atlantis. Well, I think it... Who's Atlantis? A uh, city that went missing. Is an example of a city, a civilization that um, tried to overthrow another civilization, tried and and failed. And it it's it's like a lot of these things, but it's it's you've got people all around the world. Ay ay ay. Yeah, Lisa Stansfield for a start. She she often dives for uh, in different places looking for Atlantis. Um, 
but no, people do it. There's, there's, we've seen documentaries, programs on it, and yet we're talking about somewhere that probably never existed in the first place, or certainly didn't exist in the in the way that people imagined it was. And a lot of people imagine it, which to is be a bit under- sad, to be honest. But you know. A lot of people nowadays imagine it to be an underwater city. Yeah, an underwater city with people living in it as is, like as if it was something like Mermaids. you know we're big fans of Marvel and, and not so much DC, but that sort of thing. So an Aquaman, them sort of cities. What was the latest one that we saw? The, the I can't think what the guy's name is, but basically people oh, living from in Wakanda Forever. Yeah, people yeah. living under the water and. The, you know that that is something that's looked at, but um, he just talks about it being a so, sort of sophisticated human civilization, if, but look, definitely if, human. But if it existed, why has only one person ever said anything about it, and why does one person appear to know about it? Well, quite. It could be that it was known by different names. Um, certainly, since Plato, <laughs> like the one from Mighty Bush, wrote that book. I right. go by many names. <laughs> you go by many names. Um, loads of people have written uh, about Atlantis on the back of that. We've no more information than more fictional. what they've got. Like yeah, the but, film. But I'm not Journey even talking. Yeah, but certainly now people will write novels and that about this sort of thing as a as fantasy, Fury. fantasy novels and things like that. And as you say, there's even we've been on rides and things like that to do with it. However. People were writing things about Atlantis in a more sort of um, educational way uh, throughout the ages as well. And and that's only on the back of the fact that the philosopher Plato, um, two times um, heavyweight, heavyweight wrestler champion. of the world, <laughs> he, uh, it was only because... That's been cited in his work, and he's he's such an intellect, or seen as such an intellect. It was carried forward like that, but really, that's madness. Every day, in every way, the things people do, the things people say, just irritate me. Please sedate me. These are the things that really get my goat. Getting on an empty train and finding a seat near the window, only to be joined by another passenger a few stops down who decides to sit opposite me, even though there are empty seats and sections all through the carriage. So, so, so we've talked a bit about whether we believe it or not, or whether where the oranges, the oranges, where the where oranges, oranges? Where, we haven't left the oranges again, have we? Oh, we I always go. Maybe away that's the fly. The flies in the room. Oh, that fly is really getting on my nerves. In fact, it was very close to being what really gets my goat. That fly. <laughs> <laughs> it's really annoying, isn't it? It's Why do I do that? Well, Keeps flying directly and landing on my head. And yeah, like, it does. In my eyes. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. But it's not like a proper fly. It's not like a house fly. What it's is it like then? A, what sort of fly is it? A fruit it fly. Oh, you don't want it to be a fruit fly. That, no. Anyway. <laughs> it's like a smaller fly. 
It's not like a fly. zip fly or a butterfly. A butterfly, a dragonfly. I said buttonfly. I've seen a housefly. But I've never seen an elephant fly. You've never seen an elephant fly. Um, okay, look. Where is Atlantis supposed to be? Spain. Wow. Bang, straight in with Spain, are you? No. Do you know that? N- well, no one does. <laughs> no, but no. Have that's you read the best that somewhere? Guess. Have you just guessed? No, I watched the same documentary as you yesterday. That oh, you yeah, fell that's asleep. true. Yeah, you were there. You asleep. Yeah, you must have watched it while I was asleep. Yeah, it was riveting, really riveting. Um, so according to Plato, he did give a few details there, and it seemed to sort of point in the directions of the Straits of Gibraltar. Well, they, yeah, Even though it's Atlantic Ocean, yeah. <laughs> it's the Straits of Gibraltar. So we're talking there, the Mediterranean. and Because he mentioned about it used to be, it never used to be like a um, just water there. It used to be land linking. Yeah, yeah. So but now what they're saying, though, is that it's not necessarily out at sea. It's on land. It's just buried underground. Yeah, which is really totally against everything you've previously thought and how you'd imagine. People, even if they found something there, people would go, no, it's not Atlantis because... Can't be, because... It's not underwater. Yeah, there's not people living And I'll be honest, if they found it and it wasn't underwater, I'd be disappointed. Yeah, to a certain extent, yeah, because you've got this image of what it should be. And even, and we'll come on to it, but there are plenty of examples of cities that have... Uh, been submerged into the water for for whatever reason, and Venice. you can dive. Well, Venice Venice is a good example of how things have gone. You know, it, it's it's an incredible place to walk around, and it is sinking. Yeah, year by year, it's sinking. I mean, um, they're so doing a lot of work to try and keep it all all literally afloat. Yeah, like but, boys and stuff. Anyway, yeah, lots of boys helping to do it. Um, um, so, because when we were watching that, when I was watching that documentary yesterday, yeah, whilst you were sleeping, yeah, they were talking about these other cities that could potentially be Atlantis. Yeah, flies back. Yeah, flies back. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to continue speaking whilst no. I looked at the fly, but you just didn't. Well, because because yeah, well, so so basically, where did it go? I don't know. It's a, it could be anywhere. That's what I'm really on edge. I'm going to turn the light on so I can see it clearer. Oh, are you? I'm really on edge at the moment. It might fly near the light as well. Um, so Plato talks about the Atlantic Ocean, but also talks about the Mediterranean and perhaps the uh, Gibraltar. Uh, the Canary Islands and Madeira Islands are talked about. Like the cake. Yep. And not the bird. Uh, as I said, the, mater- the Canary Islands. Oh, sorry. Mediterranean. I've spelt it like that. It's got so many R's and A's in it. I don't know why I'm whilst you're writing it. Yeah. Antarctica has been cited as a place it might be. The Caribbean. Indonesia. From America, the Caribbean. The Caribbean. And. and you did an episode in the Caribbean. We haven't, no. We did one on Pirates, didn't we? We did. And one of the places that. I wasn't surprised to see come up was the Bermuda Triangle. Because that's where all cities go and disappear. That's where everything goes to. That's where my wallet went no one's some years ago. about the Bermuda Triangle anymore. Well, plenty of things go through. The, it used to be a real... Uh, it got to the point where there's a lot of superstition in, in sort of in the sailing community and the Navy and things like that. There's a lot of superstition still there. And... Routes were 
go to avoid that area because of so many problems being... You can go on holiday there. I know you can. And and plenty of things go through that area without any problem whatsoever. But there does seem to have been, and this is slightly off topic, but there does seem to have been some sort of... Um, and it and it's purely down to it's not a big well pool that opens up and people coming in, but I've there's there's some magnetic uh, interferences with people's um, equipment. Equipment. So planes thought they were higher than they were and were ditching into the water, and they found planes. They found planes there, and ships. You know, they they do find could this. Could this have been a podcast? Yeah, well, that that's coming soon. Bermuda <laughs> Triangle. Bermuda Triangle, try looking from my angle. <laughs> nice. Uh, no, that's, that's not mine either. That's not mine either. No, oh. <laughs> no that's. Um, I think that might be. Uh, oh, what's his face? Funny face, man. David Barry Bowie. Manilow. That's it. Oh. David Bowie. Um, he wore face paint. But there's all these different places. There right? are. There are lots of different places. And when in the you world. start looking at the actual submerged cities, some of them are in them sort of places, so that you, it's easy to like see Antarctica. why some people have, have thought that, huh? Like Antarctica. Well, I don't know about Antarctica How about because I didn't Madeira know. Cake. Or or that particularly. How about Canary Islands? From, well, I don't know. Perhaps um, you could stick with me. I know you didn't want to be on this journey in the first place, but perhaps <laughs> you could just sort of uh, just jump in for a few stops, but don't sit opposite me. Um, lots of writers are taking it forward. That was clever, that, what you said there, because it was referring back to what's got my goat. Yeah, it was. It was and a it good was a, eh? a clever, subtle little joke that people may my or may, not, may pick, not get pick yeah. up on. But I like <clears> the subtleness <throat> of it, and rather than make it too obvious. Thank you. It's but right. now you've gone on about it, kind of, sort of. Anyway, so what is basically what clever. I said a bit earlier on is about Atlantis. It is still, whether it's out of all these ones that have actually been found, and that one hasn't, and it's possibly not even, a, it doesn't exist. You still see everything else referred to as, you know, Japan's Atlantis. You know, uh, I don't know, Bolivia's Atlantis. In it's fairness, always Because Atlantis now means it lost city in the it's water. It's anonymous almost, it. isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But this is, the, this is the thing as well. You get that with a lot of different things. Like, do you remember when they were going to open up a, a theme park, Paramount theme park in... Um, in <coughs> Kent, yeah. and everyone was throwing it as the UK's Disneyland. Do you mean the flies on your paper? Oh, it's oh gone. flies <laughs> on your paper. But yeah, it was but it's <laughs> like that. Yeah, and and the same with something like Nessie. You get I you about to say Nestle. Then. You know, the US is Nessie cereal. version of Nessie, and 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 it's it's all like that. But it, I guess it shows that Bigfoot that particular thing has reached such a level that it's part of our language. It's part of our you know language anyway <laughs> i've done that so many times before and i can't think of another word for it so Speaking. also that people have got and this has got to such a stage now that people have got psychics and pseudoscientists in, in to actually try and find out where atlantis is and psychic like a psychic to try and yeah. They need a medium, really, don't they? They do need a medium, or, just to or find the dead a, people in Atlantis know, to let them know where Atlantis is. Yeah, extra large. Now, actually, <laughs> those days everybody was quite small, weren't they? Yeah. So, it's quite possible for a landmass to be submerged, and, and it happens for many, many reasons, doesn't it? So, you've got seismic activity. So, you've got volcanoes. You've got um, earthquakes. You've got 
which will cause other problems. So that that can happen. You've read out seismic yeah. things, haven't you? Uh, yes, and <laughs> eruptions and things like that, and seismic activities as well, again. So I've got a few examples of, of places that actually are there, that have been found, uh, I don't know, in varying degrees of how difficult it is to reach these places, but... You know, so for, for instance, uh, can you give them to me in alphabetical order? Oh, or, holy moly! Can you give me them in order of least funny name to funniest name? Okay, least funny name to funniest name. But okay, this way, actually, one of them's only in here because it's funny. Um, so, Port Royal in Jab- Jamaica. In 1690... <laughs> Did you almost call it Jabunka? Jabunka. Did Jabunka. That's how, what it used to be called. It's a bit like Caribbean... That, they used to have Rick and, Rick and Nom in, in <laughs> yeah, Jabunka. Exactly. So Port Royal in Jamaica. In, ni- in, in 1692, a massive earthquake followed by a tsunami killed over 2,000 people and submerged a city which was known as the wickedest city on earth. Right. Wickedest. It, wickedest. Wickedest. Yeah. Yeah, wickedest. wicked we Because it was home to pirates, basically. Oh, right. um, and people at that time f- saw the city... Jamaica in the sink- Caribbean? Yeah. Wow. The Caribbean. City sinking was seen as an act of God, right, by many. But all the, all the pirates did was sail up the coast a bit and go, go somewhere else. Yeah. But, I mean, luckily, the, the classic thing with pirates, yeah. generally, got boats... Yeah, that's 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 so, yeah. City sinking isn't too much of a big deal. So for then, them. then there's something called there's a place called Thonis Heraclean and Alexandria in Egypt, two lost cities that have been well documented and many relics have been recovered and identified. Although little is known about how either of them were submerged, but again. Uh, I mean, Alexandria, obviously, you've got Alexandria, but it's in a different place to how it used to be. This all, you start watching things like Indiana Jones and that, that's, they talk about the fact that it was in one place and now it's moved because they're looking for it in a different place sort of thing. And th- this has happened, and that isn't a very, very funny name. Um, <laughs> then we've got uh, Villa Epicuan in Argentina, one of the youngest examples of a sunken city. Slightly more amusing than the others. yeah. A, a tourist result, I put result, but it's a result, a tourist result that was affected over time by unusual weather events, which eventually saw it abandoned and swallowed up by the floods. So this is a more recent thing, but again, it's just, you know, it, it, the same sort of things are happening around the, the globe. There's still volcanic eruptions, there's still seismic activities, which are the two things I was going to say there. Right, so then I'm looking at what we've got, yeah, and yeah, what about Baia, Baia, B-A-I-A in yeah, Italy? Yeah, that sounds like um, a spring. Baia, another wicked city, but not pirates, but Romans this time. Dubbed the Las Vegas of ancient Rome, volcanic activity levelled this sea. So maybe it did have an Atlantis casino. Who, who dubbed it the Las Vegas of ancient Rome? The person who did the voiceover. Because, basically, they wouldn't have known about Las Vegas in ancient Rome, would they? So it must have been someone more recent. Historians would have... Historians have dubbed it. Dubbed it. Oh, right. Well, that should have been more clear when when they... uh, 
whispered in my ear and I typed this out. Right, okay, so that was another one that was uh, because of volcanic activity. Now, that's what we've got there because you've made this more complicated for me. What about Yonaguni Jima in oh, Japan? That's a good one. What looks like an ancient civilization, there are pyramid structures, staircases, and all sorts of other structures in the water. That has not been investigated. I think there's some issues with being able to get down there to see it, but there certainly is stuff there. As you can see, not quite as much information. <laughs> uh, and then you've got Dwarka in India. An ancient city discovered submerged 100 feet below the Gulf of Cambay in 1988. <coughs> Excuse me. You got upset about that one, so didn't you? What, uh, what occurred to me about that one, it's 1988. So, you know, we're, I know that's, that's some years ago now, but they're still finding these things. <coughs> Ooh, I'm sorry. Do you, do you know I've got to be emotional about that one. And the last one I've got here of this song is Tequina, right, which you might not think is a particularly funny name. It sounds a bit like... Um <coughs> sorry, oh, I'm okay? really sorry. No, I, I've kind of... You Do might you have to break? talk in a minute. It sounds like a, a drink. But Tequina is on Lake Titicaca <laughs> in <laughs> Bolivia, right? As soon as you said about that, I thought I'll save that one to the last one. <laughs> Temples, roads and walls found in this Inca... Oh, sorry, found all Inca in origin. But that's in Lake Titicaca. Nice, I like it. Right. Apologies about the brief pause there. Dad was being dramatic. I was being slightly dramatic. Let's he, not talk uh, about it because uh, he, coughed, he might. And then he blew his nose and then he panicked that he might have a nosebleed, but he didn't. No, but there we go. Better to be safe than sorry, eh? So where were we? He also blew off in my <coughs> chair. Oh, you didn't have to say that, did you? Did though, didn't I? You did say it, yeah. Um, well, we were talking about the other examples of... Um, in inverted commas, Atlantises around the world. But I do wonder to myself, there must be more places that might be underwater, but maybe purposeful. Well, that's funny you should think that, because there are other reasons for this, for people deliberately um, recoursing water or where dams have come gone up that obviously... It, dramatically affects some places and there's been various examples of cities or not so much cities actually more towns that was a very <coughs> nice sound yeah no sorry uh towns that have had to be displaced as such so i've got a few examples here very quickly ontario canada i'm not doing these in an order of of funny names the St. Lawrence Seaway and hydroelectric project in the 1950s meant that nine villages were lost. Some buildings were removed um, that had some significant, you know, perhaps the age of them or something, and they tried to take stuff away from there. But most are still underwater there. Now, I find that really weird. I mean, obviously, all, yes. the, all the people moved out. And it's a ghost town, and it's right at the bottom of the, the lakes, you know? And the reservoirs, and that's re really, really weird. There's a place called um, Lago di Val Valgli in Italy. 
in the Tuscan countryside, a 12th century town was submerged in 1953. Again, around the same sort of time, I think that's when this started becoming something for people to do. Every so often, the reservoir is drained for maintenance and the ancient medieval village appears looking as pristine as it did centuries ago. How weird is that? And one that I found really interesting, especially as I'm going to be near there next week when I go up to see your sister and then we go for a week's holiday. David's mum. <coughs> David's mum. Derwent, Derbyshire, England. Oh, Lady Bower of, Reservoir. The home of the Pencil Museum. The home of the Pencil Museum. Will you be visiting the Pencil Museum when you were there? It depends if we've got time, but if I depends, do... Depends, no, Pencil. Yeah. Oh, depends. No, it depends. <laughs> um, yes, I think maybe we will take a little look um, and I'll buy some huge novelty pencil for you. So will it be to be or not to be? It, it might be a HB, not yes. a 2B. No. No. Anyway, so the Lady Bow Reservoir, uh, during hot, dry summers, hot. the wa- water levels can get so low that you can wander through... The usually submerged village. Oh, that's quite cool. So you can, I mean, I'm so imagining... it might be it, there. You can go. So, yeah, I don't know if we've had that drier, but there's a possibility that you... I mean, I find that really strange. I mean, I can understand that they do it and, and they move, everybody gets relocated and all the rest of it. But to to look out, and I've been to places like that... The Pet um, Pets Museum. <clears throat> no, the reservoirs. Apparently, oh, right. I was talking to your mum earlier... And she said Hanningfield, which is quite near to us, has a similar thing. It's not a town, but there are structures that it it was flooded on top and the reservoir was created. And when it's been really low, you can actually see those. So I'm going to go to those sort of places when I'm up in, in Derbyshire. And you never know, I might see a lost city. <laughs> It wouldn't be a podcast about Atlantis without a musical number to explain uh, Atlantis or potential the stories from Atlantis. I don't know what the song's about. Right, I'll tell you what the song's about. Yep. Um, the song is about being a resident of Atlantis. Now or then? Being a resident of Atlantis, a submerged Atlantis. Ah. So a little bit of... Uh, artistic license used as a a little community living under the water. Community of who? Of people. Humans? Well, yeah. That sort of thing, anyway. Guild humans? What? Guild humans. What does that mean? Got guilds. Oh, guild humans, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah. But I've written a song about how... No, I've written a song Scales. about. Shut up! <laughs> this happens every time we get this. I've written a song about how that might not be the ideal place to live. So, if you'd like to play my song now, <laughs> that would be very much appreciated. Okay, what's the song called? I knew you were going to ask me that. I think it's called "Wetter's Not Better," uh, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. This sounds reasonable. We'll go with it.
Atlantis. In Atlantis. It's impossible to dry your socks. In Atlantis. The roads are full of seashells, paradise. It's not it's chins in my cereal. Barnacles inside my bed. song do you like that yep uh i have a question though how could people get fed up with the fish uh i think um if you were with fish all the time you might get a bit bored of it i don't know it's easy to say easy to see though how someone get fed up with their socks never being dry oh i'd get but really would annoyed you, would you if you were anyway. you permanently moist uh, i mean very wrinkly Yes, you get very wrinkly, yeah. I just think it would be too much in the end. Mess with you. Yeah. Game? There is a game. Uh, I've written a quiz. Uh, It's a multiple choice quiz, as per usual. Um, I didn't have a huge amount of time to put this quiz together, and that's not an excuse. How long did you have? Not a huge amount of time. And I couldn't really do it exactly I had all these different ideas of what I wanted to do and let's not beat around the bush I just chose one of them so if you'd like to play my sting and then I'll explain a little bit more okay head scratches and unusual cases here's some things found in very odd places It's a lovely sting. Did you like that? Did yes. you? Yes. So I took the fact that Atlantis is—it's strange for a city to be under the sea. 
Unless you live under the sea. Unless you live under the sea. So my quiz is about Ariel. weird things found in unusual places. No way. <laughs> Away. You can't, You won't believe this yeah, when we get so going. It's not really going to be cities. I... No, it's nothing like that at all. It's basically about weird things that basically are found in where, unusual places. Things that shouldn't be where... Shouldn't be where they are. Yeah. Or, okay. you, or you're surprised that they're there. Oh, will I be shocked at every single one? I don't know. We'll do you see. reckon I stand a chance with this quiz? I could yeah, actually I work do. it out. I reckon you'll be able to get some of them. Okay, question By pure one. pure luck, could it be a multiple choice? Whilst examining a museum piece, curators decided to do a CT scan on a Buddha statue. But what did the CT reveal inside the statue? Was it A, 15 more Buddha statues in decreasing size... Was interested. <laughs> was it B, a dead monk, or was it C, cocaine with a street value of one point five million dollars? Now the 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 C is a very very co- what common a very good chance it could happen. Um, be interesting for but the this is museum, museum to though. get hold of that. I'm going to go for the dead monk. You're going to go for B, a dead monk. B, dead monk. That is correct. Nice. What it was, basically, it's happened before, but monks would mummify themselves by modifying their diet and then being sealed in a statue while meditating until their death. So basically, as, as part of that, as part of being so dedicated to it, that's what they do. And and I've seen pictures of it. There was a monk inside this Buddha statue in a sort of meditation sort of stance. That's a bit yeah, grim, really, it isn't it? Is. But anyway, should have gone for the Russian Buddhas. I don't understand because it's suicidal, really, and I, I don't understand how that can be Yeah, but it's not about their, It's about having, uh, having a conscience on a different plane to other people, you know? British Airways. Yeah, that's one, yeah. <laughs> Ryanair. Question two. That's a different kind of conscience, Ryanair. While on holiday in a Swedish resort, an eight-year-old girl found what while swimming in a lake? Did she find A, a 1,500-year-old Viking sword, B, a Billy bookcase, or C, a severed head Wearing a top hat. I find the uh, Billy Bookcase one <laughs> funny. <laughs> it's Swedish. Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't Ikea. think of that. Yeah, no, you didn't think of that, no. No. When you wrote it. So what did that eight-year-old girl find in the lake? Mm, the severed head would a be sword, really weird. A bookcase or a severed head wearing a top hat? What kind of sword? A Viking sword. A Viking sword. Well, I wouldn't say that'd be a weird place to find it then. So I'm going to go for the severed head wearing a top hat. That is incorrect. It's a 1,500-year-old Viking sword. Hell. <laughs> right? Um, but it was in, like, a you said really weird good condition. things in odd places. It was, in a, it was in a lake. You don't often get swords in lakes, do you? Yeah, but where were the Vikings based? Okay. Oh, well, I'll get, yeah, well, I'm countries. getting there, I'm getting there. Anyway, let's move on to question three then. After purchasing a locker, a man discovered an sold. old burner b- barbecue. But what was in the barbecue? Was it Severed a, head wearing a top hat. 
a leg wrapped up in a newspaper. A leg. A leg wrapped up in a newspaper. What kind of leg? B, sausages, steaks and burgers from 20 years previous. Or C, a severed head wearing a fez. (laughs) (laughs) Said I ruined your joke. (laughs) (laughs) Now I actually don't know, because would you write it twice if it actually was? Well, um, a leg wrapped up in a newspaper. You're going for a leg wrapped up in a newspaper. Yes. That is correct. Uh, they managed to contact the mother of the previous owner. I couldn't get hold of the uh, previous owner, uh, but the mother of the previous owner of the locker, apparently he lost his leg in a plane crash and forgot he'd left it in the barbecue. Oh, so it was, was it his real leg? Yep. Not his prosthetic. So, I've got a couple of questions on that. Did he the barbecue? Well, why did he bring it home from the plane crash? Why did he bring it home from the plane crash? And and then, why did he pop it in the barbecue in some newspaper? Surely they would have known he had one leg. Like, they would have tried to contact this guy and gone, oh yeah, he's only got one leg. No, they didn't know. They didn't know. Although, you'd always check, though, to be fair, wouldn't you? Yeah. And why is it wrapped in a newspaper? Perhaps it was a... But why was it left in a barbecue? That's what I'm saying. This isn't called obvious things left in... This was the really most weird one. So right, okay. okay, right, okay, that was question three. Question four. In another bizarre locker incident... <laughs> what All lockers were rearing out. What was found in a box that caused alarm? Was it A, a boa constrictor with a note saying, this is Feather, he keeps the rat population down, best leave him to it? Was it B... A severed head wearing a fireman's helmet with a note saying, careful, low door frames. <laughs> or was it C, a live hand grenade with a note saying, careful, live hand grenade. <laughs> I told you, I was, I was so very tired doing this. Is it a box in a locker? So it was a box in a locker. And when it was opened, was there a bar constrictor in there with a note? saying this is feathery, keeps the rat population down, but less, best leave him to it. Was it a severed head wearing a fireman's helmet with a note saying, careful, low door frames? Or was it a live hand grenade with a note saying, careful, live hand grenade? <laughs> the hand grenade. It was a hand grenade. <laughs> <laughs> I like right. the idea of a, a snake called Feather, though. Yeah, Feather Boa. Oh, nice, I see it now. Yeah, that's why I called it Feather. Okay, question you five. Feather. Yeah, because it was made up. Well, the other ones are made up. <laughs> this is how I work. Right. Severed head. Uh, so, uh, question five. After buying a, an Iraqi tank from eBay, the new owner started to find unusual things hidden around the vehicle. Well, what did he find in the diesel tank? Diesel tank of the tank. Was it A, custard, which is a delicacy in Iraq, was it B, five gold bars, or was it C, two Iraqi men? Two Iraqi men. It was five gold bars, oh. not two Iraqi men. How would they get in there? I thought they might have stuffed them in, chopped yeah, them into little pieces. Severed. <laughs> um, there was no okay. seven heads in that one. No, there wasn't. Question six. A Massachusetts man who already was suffering with various ailments due to his age was rushed into hospital due to a collapsed lung. 
But on examination, what did the doctors stroke surgeons find? Why were they stroking the surgeons? They do that before then. It just calms them down. Was it A, a pea plant? Was it B, a ballpoint pen? Or was it C, a small Mexican figurine? What? Where was this found? In the lung of this patient. A ballpoint pen? You think it's a ballpoint pen? Yes. It was a pea plant. <sighs> be fair, it, ballpoint pen. It, it almost like swallow. some urban myth. He'd obviously, when people say it's gone down the wrong hole, but the, a pea had gone down into his his air hole. It's trachea, is it called? Um, and down into his lung. And actually, because of the moistness in the lung, had, had uh, germinated. Wind and hole, I think it's called. Wind hole. The wind hole. There we go. Question seven. When a family from Florida didn't pay their locker bill, there's a lot of locker stories in this, when they didn't pay their locker bill and subsequently had their locker and contents confiscated, what unusual thing was found? Was it A, their dead grandma? Was it B, 32 stuffed alligators? Or was it C, a large bucket of human teeth. A large bucket of human teeth. No, it was their dead grandma. She had been dead for 17 years, but they didn't want to at the expense of the funeral, so they put her in the lockup. Oh. How grim's that? Not as grim as a large bucket of human teeth, though. <laughs> Question eight. We're nearly there. Keep going. I know I you're flagging get it. it. Though. It's, it's, but the cost of the locker must have been quite expensive. Well, I didn't pay it. That was the point. And when they you say got locker, it all confiscated. You mean you don't mean like lockers you find in like train stations. You mean like no. Lockups? I'm talking about the sort of program. What was that program you used Storage to watch? Storage hunt. Yeah, that sort of thing. Hey, with your new sunglasses, you look like you should put it be on that show. Oh, maybe I should have warned them to do this. Oh, I missed a trick there. Yeah, would you be able to read it? Question eight. No. Yes, because they're they're only mirrored on the outside. They're not mirrored on the inside. <laughs> you <just laughs> see your eyes. No, I get that, but <clears throat> it'd be dark. Question eight. When a woman started tucking into a salad she'd bought and found a barely alive frog in it, what did she do? Did she A, eat it? Did she B, perform CPR on it, saving its life? Or did she C, throw it away and opened a packet of crisps stroke chips which had half a mouse in it? Open the crisps. No, she performs CPR on the frog, <sighs> saving its life, and she, they now have it as a pet. They have it as a pet. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, she kept it. Did she say anything <clears throat> to the, cup, the pet where she bought the salad? Yes, yeah, she did. She, apparently, she, I think it was a, uh, it was in America, it was Walmart or something like that, and she tried to, to get money from them, tried to get compensation. They were having none of it, and to this day, she's never received anything. But how they're not paying for their part of the child support for the, for for the, the frog. frog. No. Uh, okay, penultimate question. Question nine. After a father died, a daughter started to clear out his loft. That's not a euphemism. <laughs> and in the process, found an unusual box with contents relating to Charlotte Bronte. But what was in the box? My first question to you there is, and I don't mean this, do you know who Charlotte Bronte is? No. 
Right, Charlotte Bronte was a writer. She wrote Jane Eyre. Okay, right. Was a very, Eyre very famous book. I studied it in English literature. I've never read it. What's okay. it about? It's about a young woman who's kind of... Uh, there's a, a fella that sort of has got his wife locked up in... A mad wife locked up in a loft, and but he... He sort of seduces her, and it's a bit of a triangle of all that. Anyway, okay. thank you. So his his daughter found an unusual box with contents relating to Charlotte Bronte. But what was in the box? Was it a an unpublished follow up to Jane Eyre? So I'm glad we went through all that. Uh, was it B a thumbnail and a glass eye, or was it C a ring and some human hair? Hmm. Thumbnail and a glass eye. Unfortunately, you're incorrect there. It was a ring and some human hair. The woman took it to the antique roadshow where they checked its authenticity and told it was worth a fortune. So it was actually hair from Charlotte Bronte because they were Antiques Roadshow. Antiques Roadshow they took it to. Weird place to take that, I feel, still. Antiques Roadshow. I guess if it was in the area where she would have lived... It would have been of local interest. They do that quite often, don't they? And they brought it in and it was done like that. Sure, anyway. I should keep some of my hair just in case. Oh, well, it's pretty much everywhere anyway, isn't it? I'll just go out of the sink. That's clean now. I know. And here's you your last your question. Nice beard, but nice haircut, by the way. Thank you. Nice haircut, by the way. Thank you. We usually do that at the beginning, yeah. don't we? We've got to say that. Question 10. No, we record it when we've got a haircut that yeah. day. In 2006, two hikers stumbled across what sticking out of a beaver's dam? Dam what? A beaver's dam. Dam what? Was it A, an aeroplane's propeller? Was it B, a false leg? Or was it C, a severed head wearing a sombrero? (laughs) It's the return of the severed head. It is the return of the severed head. Um, I would... I feel like... I feel like I... I'm going to say... I reckon the person who lost it was absolutely stumped because I think it was the... For wow, the leg. you're making a, a sort of amputee joke there yep. in such bad taste. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> they retrieved it and managed to trace its owner who had lost it on a fishing trip a month earlier and had put up advertisements about if anybody sees my leg. And what what I find absolutely hilarious and also charming about this uh, is because, you know, as, as we've spoken before, we're big lovers of beavers. <laughs> <laughs> we're big, big fans. Big, big beaver support, lovers. Big beaver lovers. Um, those beavers have been beavering around looking for things to... to uh, make up their dam and had seen an artificial leg and carried it back and put it as part of their dam and I think that's a lovely image (laughs) of a leg sticking out of there I think that's really good I also find it um, or it's been a prank that they just took it away from this guy well and just gave it and that is the end of my little quiz about weird things found in unusual places. To do with the Atlantis. Yeah. Did you enjoy that? I did, actually. I thought it was a good quiz. It's a good quiz, wasn't it? Yeah. I liked that. I enjoyed that once I got going. 
Okay, that's me done. Yet another one we've finished. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Nearly finished. There's a couple more bits to cover. All right, okay. What would you like to cover? Well, firstly... Before we say goodbye. I just want to say, emails. Yeah. So, just to let you all know... We haven't had an email. We haven't had an email. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I could put money on that. Um, But... I'm going to send one. <laughs> you, can, you can send us a message via the website, fatherandsundays.com, and go to the contact us page, or email us at contact us at fatherandsundays.com. Uh, but the website, fatherandsundays.com, all the websites, all the websites, all the yep, websites, all the websites are available yeah. there. All the episodes are available on there, uh, but you can also find them on your chosen podcast platform, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, like, follow, share those. Yeah. If okay. you do want to get an advert-free version of this podcast, you can do so at Father and Sundays uh, dot plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that's it. I think so. Okie dokie. Well, if that's it, I hope everybody's okay. I hope you all have a good week. And there's a charity page on the website as well. You can donate to charity. Excellent. Yeah. I'll, the, I'll probably the done that. I might do it down again, the side yeah. of it. Yep. Excellent stuff. That's going to be great. Yeah. I think we should do a podcast from the event. Nope. nope. That sounds too difficult. All right. We won't do that then. <laughs> okay. We'll just stick to flies. Yeah. Okay. Podcast about flies. Coming soon. Coming soon. Again, like we said, don't know what next week's episode will be, if there will be one. Okay. But we, we shall see. We shall see. See you in episode we'll 108, see. whatever. Okay. Whenever it may be. Well, if it's not next week, it'll be a week after. Okay. So it's a bye from me. Bye. Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.